Thank you for joining us today. We hope this teaching inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you tools for everyday life. We encourage you to visit us at mbcocala.com to discover more about the life-changing ministry at Meadowbrook, as well as convenient ways you can partner with us financially in helping people move from where they are to where God wants them to be. Enjoy the message. Hey, help me welcome our East Campus. Would you do that? Merry Christmas. Welcome East Campus. Also, if you would, help me welcome our online campus as well. God bless you guys. So glad you're with us. Peace to your house. You may be seated. You may be seated. Well, as I said, we're uh, wrapping up this series. We actually went, uh, today will be the eighth week on this series on anti-anxiety. I believe my assignment has been is to help us all to understand a little bit more of what is going on with anxiety. We all deal with anxiety. Am Am I correct? And my goal is to get us to really to deal with anxiety. Remember this, you either handle it or it will what? It will handle you. And so we've tried to inform you, equip you, arm you in this, and then also to uh, give you some keys and some tools that will just help you along the way so that, um, you know, we know what to do with this. I have two keys that I've shared with you every week. Uh, I intentionally do not have them on the screen today because I want to make sure that you knew them. So do you remember the first key? Give it. Give it over to God. So whatever is stressing you out, give it over to God. Everybody say it one more time. Give it over to God. And the second one is this. Get in. You are awesome. You are awesome. You get in this moment. It's also called mindfulness, not to be confused with transcendental meditation or anything else like that. This is just, this is very biblical, very eternal, that we learn to be still, that we learn to get in the moment, not time travel, and be worrying about what has happened, worrying about what might happen, but get in the moment, give it over to God, and I'm telling you what, you're well on your way with that. Everything that we've shared in in this whole series is going to kind of come together today, and uh, we have some hooks, so to speak, that we're going to hang all of this on, and uh, believe that this will uh, be a good ending. It's something you can take from this. I, I just don't see a purpose in us just sharing information. I believe there needs to be application to it, and so we're we're uh, trying to walk away with that. Also, want to let you know. Hopefully, in Ju- in uh, June, hopefully in January, uh, we're going to have a book, a booklet of sorts, based on the series available for you. Uh, uh, sometime, hopefully in January, that will all be ready. It's well on its way, and so that'll be another resource to kind of help you with this as well. Um, I love the timing of this. How this series and Christmas have kind of converged. Have kind of coincided together. And again, to repeat, Christmas is the celebration of the entrance of our Savior into our world. And this is what I want you to know, that Jesus, our Savior, is totally anti-anxiety. I mean, you, you look at his life, his ministry, the prophecies, everything else concerning Jesus, everything about his entrance, everything about his exit, everything about what he did while he was here, everything that he's doing now as our great high priest before the Father, our advocate before the Father, right now, everything about that is anti-anxiety. And he is even called the Prince of Peace. Let's go ahead and put that up, Prince of Peace. Uh, And peace is the antidote. Peace is the cure for the anxiety and distress and worry and depression that that we deal with in life. And again, we want to make sure that we are dealing with it. Um, Today, I want to take us... um, 
We're going to kind of go deeper and look into something a little more clearer, refine some things that I believe will really help us with this. Look with me in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. This, uh, Matthew is, is uh, quoting from the prophet Isaiah, and he says this, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, come on everybody, God with us. So this is, this is the miracle. This is the miracle really of incarnation and of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. Now, look in Isaiah chapter 41. And before we read the verse, let me tell you something about this verse. Uh, the version app, Pastor Ryan referred to that earlier. The version app for your phone, tablets, computer, and so forth. Uh, this was the number one most highlighted, most shared, most bookmarked verse of 2018. And version's and, uh, a wonderful tool. It's a free app that you can get. Right now, there are over 350 million downloads of that app, over a third of a billion. Uh, I, I do believe it's the biggest app that is out there, and it's free, which is a beautiful thing. It's in 1,255 languages, and at any moment, any single moment, uh, there are over 66,000 people have that app open and are using it. And Sundays, of course, are even, are even more. But let's read this verse, quite a verse. It says, Fear not, for I am... Remember, Emmanuel, God with us. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And so, fear not, I am with you. So the summation of everything that we've seen so far this morning and the summation takeaway from the message of the Bible for this is, is this. You are never alone, and you are never without help. You know what I want for Christmas most of all? You to smile. (laughs) All right. So you are never alone. This is good news, y'all. And you are never without help. Why don't you personalize it and say, I am never alone. And I am never without help. Amen. That is absolutely good news. So I want to ask you a question, two questions actually, and I don't want you to answer out loud, okay? So we're refining this. We're going and, and creating greater and greater clarity concerning this. So you're never alone. You're never without help. Don't answer this out loud, but here's the question. Who, if you're never alone, who is it that's with you? Don't answer out loud. And you're never without help. Who is it that's helping you? Who? Who is that? Now, the Sunday school answer is, of course, Jesus. Okay. God. You know, that's, that's the answer. And that's absolutely true, 100A+. Plus. But we're not just doing single answer here. We want to essay this. We want to go a little bit deeper with this. So just who is it that is with you? Who is it that is helping you? And when you're getting help, who is helping you really matters. Who is doing your surgery? Who is picking up your kids? Who is working on your car? Are are y'all hearing me? Who uh, has your keys? You know, all these things. And then think about our life a little further. Who is it that is helping us? 
Who is it that is with us? So I want to get greater clarity on this. And clarity brings confidence. And so if we get greater clarity, we're going to have even greater confidence. Let's go a little bit further in Isaiah 41. Look in verse 13. For I, who is it? For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. So we do see who is it. It is the Lord our God. Now, let's take it a little deeper, and let's go into Psalm 91. And it says, because he has set his love upon me. And let me just stop right here. Ladies, let me get your attention just for a moment here. Um, This is very, you know, he, his, he, his. Ladies, this is your verse too. All the ladies say amen. That this is, there, there you go. This is your verse too. Uh, editors, culture over history, some scripture arrives to us and seems to be just he-centric. And you, you need to know it is us-centric. It is, it is all of us. So I just want to clear all that up for all the ladies. Because there's a couple of people you don't want mad at you. And, and most of them are ladies, okay? All right. So, because... He, she has set his love upon me. And I'm just going to read it as it's written. Therefore, I, the Lord, will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Uh, Go back, if you would, verse 14. Because he has known my name. I'll come back to that in a moment. Now go. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver and honor him. Go ahead. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, let's look at a couple of things here. Because he has known, because she has known my name, my name. Knowing his name is connected to answered prayer, to rescue, to safety, to favor, help in trouble, longevity, salvation. The list goes on and on. Because he's known my name, because she has known my name, There's a connection to these things. So get this. God reveals himself by his names. God reveals himself by his names. So who is it that is with you? Who is it that is helping you? Of course, it's God. Of course, it's Jesus. But we can can get further clarity and further uh, focus in on this. Who is it? We can look at his names. So again, God reveals himself by his names. He reveals his character, his nature, his abilities, his accomplishments, what he's known for. We can find those out in his names. Uh, Whether you knew it or not, in the Bible, God has hundreds of names and titles in the Bible. It does you well. That'd be a great study for you during 2019 is, is to find out more about the names of God because his names reveal so much about him. If you're following me, say amen. amen. Our names say something. Our names reveal something about us and sometimes what we do. Historically now, we have names. Let me give you some of our names and you, you understand I can't do everybody's name today. You do understand it. So uh, Potter is a name. Gardener, Cook, Taylor, Baker, Miller, Carpenter, Smith. See, these are all names tied to what you do. Skinner. I knew my name, Timothy, means honoring God. I like that. My middle name, Lee, means meadow dweller. 
I didn't know what Gilligan meant. I looked it up. <laughs> it means small boy. Come on. Come on. Changed my name. Actually, I'm not because Jesus said, unless you be like a small boy. And small boys are pretty happy too. So I like my name. I like my name. Now go with me to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Watch this. And his name, here, here we go again. And his name will be called Wonderful, read it with me, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These are just some of his names. Can I point out something about all of these names? Every one of them, anti-anxiety. Everything about God, everything about his names, his character, his ability, his intentions uh, is anti-anxiety. So I want to zero in, though, on this name right here, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. You need to know that he is Prince of Peace. In the Old Testament Hebrew, this is actually a, a combination of words, Sar Shalom, Sar Shalom. Sar means head, leader, keeper, we could say boss. And shalom means peace, it means completeness, it means wholeness. And Jesus, therefore, he is the prince of peace. He's the boss of peace. Can I put it to you this way? He's the only authorized dealer of peace. So that in mind, listen to me. Stop looking for peace where it cannot be found. Stop looking for peace where it cannot be found. If you're going to find peace, there's only one place, one person you're going to get peace from, and he is the soul. He is the only authorized dealer of real peace for our lives. Jesus is the prince of peace. And substitutes disappoint us. You know, for us to get a cheap counterfeit, and the world and people and all kinds of things around us promise us things. You know, promise us peace and relief and so forth. But I'm going to tell you, it can only be found in the Prince of Peace. So today, as we focus on this, who is it that is with you? Who is it that is helping you so that you're never alone and you're never without help? I submit to you today that it is the, among others, among other names and attributes of our great God, he is the Prince of Peace. Could you say it one more time? Prince of Peace. And Jesus, the Prince of Peace, came into the world that was dark and broken and separated from God. And he came with this mission. He came to reconcile us back to God. But he also came to make and to bring a peace, don't miss this, to bring a peace to us that holds us and helps us no matter what is happening around us. And so this peace is for this life. This peace is for eternity as well. He is indeed the Prince of Peace. Now, peace, let's get this clear. Peace is not the absence of problems. Peace is not the absence of pressure. Heaven is the absence of problems. Heaven is the absence of pressure. Peace is this. Peace is the presence of and the help of God. Peace is the presence and the help of God. Are you with me this morning? 
Now, anxiety, anxiety. We saw this earlier in the series that the New Testament Greek word for anxiety means to tear or to rip apart. How many of you know that when you're anxious and worried and stressed out about something, y'all with me, just bob your head if that's you. you, you get worried, anxious, stressed out about something, it tears and rips you apart. It does. And where is it doing that? It's doing it in our soul. It's doing it on the inside. And if we don't handle it, guess what? It will continue to tear and rip, and we start to feel it in our bodies. And then it can have a real impact even on our bodies, and then everything connected to us, relationships and so forth. And so anxiety does this work of tearing and ripping apart on the inside. Now, admit this, admit this with me. I'll, I'll admit this about myself, that sometimes things on the outside can be pretty much okay. They can be pretty much okay. And at the same time, guess what? There's anxiety on the inside. There's anxiety. We're being torn and ripped apart on the inside where the reality is, and that's why I've I've told you throughout this series, sort it out, fix your focus, get in the moment, because you realize, okay, you know, I'm worrying about something that has happened. I'm worrying about something that might happen. I'm worried about what they did, what they said, what I think they may have said or thought. And we have all of this going on when the reality that is around us is really not so bad. But inside there's anxiety doing its job to tear us and to rip us apart. How many of you have ever been there? Well, the opposite of that is true too. That on the outside, Things could be pretty bad. Things could be pretty difficult, pretty painful. But at the same time that it's tough on the outside, guess what? There can be peace on the inside. Peace on the inside. So get this. Anxiety is an inside job. Guess what else? Peace is an inside job. You know what? Christmas was an inside job. God planted and sent his son, the Prince of Peace, in the most unlikely way, in the most unpredictable way, brought him in. It was an inside job to come in and to make the difference from the inside out to bring peace to us. Amen. Well, the question is, how can I have this this peace? How can I have this? And like I said, I don't believe in doing a message without some kind of takeaway, without having some kind of application to this. The Bible in the book of Isaiah and Psalms and Luke and other places, it refers to a path of peace, a path of peace. How do you get down a path of peace? You take steps. And I want to share with you, uh, at the risk of oversimplifying, there are just three steps that I think if these are in your life, you are on your way to carrying peace in your life. Are y'all here? I need to make sure y'all are here. Some of y'all are dreaming. You have visions of sugar plums dancing in your head. Also, all now eight weeks of everything we've looked at, I think, can be parked into the three steps that I want to share with you. The first one is this. No, no. Come on, everybody say no. What do I need to know? You, you need to know God. And let me put it to you this way. No, God no peace. Now, reduce this word to another no, just N-O. No, God, no peace. No, 
God, no peace. No God, no peace. A lot of promises, a lot of substitutes, a lot of counterfeits, but no peace. You need to know him as Savior. You need a personal relationship with Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and then you need to know him as Prince of Peace, as Source of Peace. You need to know him because it's not so much what you know, it's who you know. And you need to know God. You need to know his son Jesus as Savior. And you need to know that that Savior is anti-anxiety and he is in fact your Prince of Peace. But the Bible also tells us in Psalm 46 verse 10 to be still, to be still so that you could know that he is God. And that's a real key in dealing with anxiety is you've got to learn to be still. You've got to know how to be still so that you can sort it out, let things settle down so that you can know that he is God, so that you can know that he is Prince of Peace. You've got to have Selah moments in your life. You've got to have moments daily where you're taking time and being still and letting it all just settle before God. And then you will know, you will come to know that no matter what is going on, that he will, in his timing, he will work all things together for your good. And when you know that he is God, that he has you, like Isaiah 41.10, that that massive verse that we talked about there, when you know that he is with you, that he will help you, that, and you know him as Savior, and you know him as Prince of Peace, and you come to know him in that way, I'm telling you what, you will know then that God's going to work. God's going to work it out. Just say it. God's going to work it out. And you, and you can say to yourself, watch what God will do. Some, sometimes people say, well, well What's going to happen now, Pastor? What, what do I do with this? And I'm, I know this, I know this, that if you give it over to God, if you give it over to God, watch what God will do. What's he going to do? I don't know. He's God. I'm not. I'm little boy. Remember that? <laughs> I'm a small child. But he's God when you come to know him. Just knowing he's on the job, he will work this all out together for your good. Peace starts to flow in your life. The second step on this path is call. Everybody say call. And this sometimes is a call. Sometimes this is a cry. This is where you express your heart to God. This is where you articulate and and speak out and, and share your heart with God. Give it over to God. This is where you pray, folks. And Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And then God's peace from above will come and it's the brand of peace that guards your heart and it guards your mind it is so absolutely vital that we call out to god don't just hold it inside don't just talk to your three friends get before god take the time and roll it over onto god i'm telling you what peace comes to you in those moments and the third step is this follow follow everybody say follow remember he's the prince of peace he's the prince a piece. He's the boss, which means this. You should do what he says. You should cooperate with God. And the whole idea of follow, too, says, you know, follow him. He's going to lead you. 
He's going to give you direction. He's going to lead. I, we've got a dog. He's, he's almost a year old. He's a Labradoodle. His name is Bruno. He's the most loving dog in the world. He's super smart. Uh, but some things he doesn't get yet. And one of them is this one. That when I do this, he doesn't know to do this. And so it can be cold morning and we go out in the yard to do what he's supposed to do in the yard. But he's too worried, just like you, about everything else. I heard the dog on the other side of the fence. And I'm calling him, come on, buddy, come on. And since he's part lab, he has an incredible sense of smell. And squirrels have been here. Just like you. And I'm trying to get him back in the warm house and give him food and give him loving and care. Because you got to follow, folks. You got to follow, and we got to stop being worried about what's on the other side of the fence and what's been here and what might come tomorrow. And you and I need to follow him. And one of the major ways we follow him is follow the leading of his spirit and follow the written commands of his word, which are for our good. Now, let me just say this to you if you're missing peace, If you're missing peace, you're missing one or more of these. It's as simple as that. And everything that I've shared with you for eight weeks is all loaded into here, really. It's all going to fit somewhere in here about know, call, and follow. And if you're missing peace, here's your answer. You're missing one of these, possibly all of these. Whatever it would be, get back to these things. It's all tucked away in there. And as you do this... Keep in mind, and I love again how this series and Christmas kind of converged together. Keep in mind that everything about Jesus is anti-anxiety. And I want you to celebrate, and I want you to celebrate big. And come be with us tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. We're going we're gonna to celebrate, too. We're going to get so focused, laser-focused on this. We're going to celebrate a baby boy who came into the world and grew up to become the Savior of the world. And at the core of who he was and what he came to do, we see it in his entrance, we see it in his exit, was to bring a brand of peace that helps us and holds us no matter what is going on around us. And then one day we'll be in that place where there is the absence of problems and there is the absence of of pressure. And that's called heaven. I'm thankful for that, but I'm super thankful that we have the Prince of Peace with us every day until then. Amen? Did you get anything at all out of this today? Amen. Thanks again for listening to this message resource for Meadowbrook. You can stay connected by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NBC Ocala.